Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Hi everyone and yeah. welcome back to our first 2022 edition of the Most Mosaic Podcast with me, Jenny. And me, Sarah. Happy New Year, everyone. Mm. It's 2022. I don't even know where the you past seem shocked years went. that we've made it to 2022. <laughs> You're like, yeah. it's 2022. We did. I know. It's it still sounds weird, and I'm just looking. I think this is the first time I noticed. I'm just looking at my computer, and it says 2022. Oh god, um, yeah, gross. Yeah, and yeah. it's the first time that I noticed <laughs> noticed it. I'm someone who's like very. Um, I don't know if this is like if everyone does it or if it's just me, but I need to see like. Um, even numbers. I don't like uneven numbers, so that was one of the reasons why 2021. I didn't have a lot of hope for that, anyways, because like yeah, it's, it just looks bad weird. Omen. But for 2020, it's it's such a perfect number, 2020, right? And I like I remember having a chat. I just need to like say a side note. I'm in the basement right now, so there's like the weirdest <laughs> sounds and noises going on. So do excuse that. Yeah, um, adds to the ambiance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I remember like before, like when we got into 2020, I was like having a chat with my cousin. I was like, this is going to be our year. It's going to be amazing. I can feel it. It's in the stars. And and then it was like the most fucked up year of my existence. <laughs> so yeah. I've just been cautious about like being super, too positive about mm. and too excited about the new year. So I'm like, you know yeah. what? For this year, let's just stay alive, shall we? Like, let's keep the bar really, really low. <laughs> yeah, I'm comfortable with that. I um I went to like a, a girls' night dinner um to it was like a post Christmas dinner with a few friends and we were kind of just going around talking about our New Year's resolutions and one of the girls was like, my New Year's resolution is just to floss every day, and I was like, you know what, I'm on board with that. <laughs> you know what? Just keep yes. it real low, real simple, good real easy, yes. um yeah, and we'll have a good I'm year. Get on board of that disappointment yeah. is just a killer just wash my face every day put a toner on yeah yeah like you don't want to expect these massive things and then like yeah. the bubonic plague comes along and fucks up your year like no Do we're I mean? not doing that yeah. yeah so I'm all for that simple and easy resolutions yeah. obtainable goals yeah all about that <laughs> yep <laughs> basic as ever well to be fair it's been a really it's been an interesting year. I was just like reading up on stuff that that happened, and I'm like, oh, that happened in 2021, did it? Like, <laughs> for me, 2020 and 2021 are like merged into one just mm. gigantic pile of shit. Yeah. Um, but we had <laughs> quite a a lot of things happen this year. Yeah, we um, did. Like every now and then, when we came out of our caves to read the news or whatever. Watch the news. Um, <laughs> Yeah, something did seem to be going down and we're like, oh, wow, the world is still moving on, even though it feels like everything's been on hold in our personal lives. Um, a lot has yeah. been going on, actually, which is, yeah, pretty shocking. But yeah. But one thing I found when I did like read up on some of the news items is that a lot of these th and they were like big news items, right? Like we had we had a new president. Mm -hmm. um, Biden took office we had well the attack on the capital I think that was the bigger news I think that all quite shocked us to the core but we had the Taliban taking over Afghanistan we had M Germany doesn't have Merkel as its chancellor anymore we've got a new chancellor in Germany space travel that completely passed me by <laughs> a lot of these news items like didn't make any impact on my life yeah I didn't even know that that three white men traveled to space <laughs> did you did you know about this um uh yeah i did because my i think we kind of watched it like me and my brother when it happened um was it kind of Good like a you. live thing or maybe i'm getting it confused for yeah, something else i think but, it was yeah no i think i think it was yeah but yeah no i know what you mean it just feels like i don't know it feels like everything else is just insignificant when you're just still in lock in a lockdown or living at home you know yeah. like yeah just yeah isolating or whatever it's like so what if the world is carrying on i'm just like not bothered a lot of the things you just said now i was like oh my god completely forgot about that it went over my head completely um mm. i'm just so self-absorbed and just not not yeah, yeah well not you're just so focused just like yeah just you know trying to keep your mind space 
healthy and you know yeah. just do your meal preps or whatever it is that you do um, you forget about like yeah. the actual outside world um, one thing that you know I think we both did and I think quite a lot of people did is they sort of took a break from news they wouldn't do it on a regular basis they mm-hmm. don't you know buy the newspapers on, on a daily basis and follow up the news but what they did a lot is you know sort of cultural news celebrity news tv stuff music news like that is what they kept in touch with because that's like easy digestible Mm -hmm. it doesn't take a lot of brain power it's very often very sort of like feel good stuff so that's what we want to focus on on today's podcast just like do a run through of the cultural highlights if you will of 2021 yeah so um do you want to go first your your number one or the one that the story that stood out the most for you well i i don't really so there's been a couple of things in the last year that that happened where i'm still like it's mostly recent stuff like one thing for me that made the year end on a good note was Adele coming back that just sort of saved <laughs> everything for me oh I you're an Adele a fan huge Adele fan I'm oh. a huge she's like my spirit animal I just really she's everything that I aspire to be yeah she's loud she's unapologetic she has this really people might say obnoxious laughter that's a quality that I most certainly share with her yeah the cackle um, she's out there and you know she doesn't suffer any fools so I really sort of you know interesting relate to obviously she's far more talented than me um <laughs> I mean, I saw, uh, I, um, I, I literally saw her like album cover plastered everywhere and it was called 30. And I was like, that's incredibly mm. triggering because I'm about to turn 30 <laughs> this year. So, well, not about to, I've still got a few like good nine months of being in my 20s. Yeah. But like looking at that was like highly triggering. I was like, oh my God, I don't need a fucking daily reminder of it. Like every oh, time no. I was getting on the train, I was like, 30, <laughs> it's looming, it's coming. So... I, I have to say I'm not a massive Adele fan. Um, I, I maybe like but, one of her songs and like it's the one that's like remix of Childish Gambino. If you that really counts, oh, I know it's that like one. Yeah, yeah, one yeah, of her yeah, songs, yeah, yeah. like Rolling in, basically Rolling in the Deep, yeah. which is like one of her biggest songs. And then other than that, yeah, I'm just not. I don't know. I just I don't know. Like I start listening to one of her songs and I'm like, this is I'm not in the mood for it. It's quite melancholic and like deep and sad and I'm like yeah I just I'm not I'm not vibing with it but I might give oh, her I'm all about the sadness yeah I've heard that you know her, <laughs> her recent album has had really good reviews um no listen I'm all about the sadness I love a bit of like morose <laughs> um yeah like feeling depressed and feeling sorry for yourself I love it but she's just yeah she's just um it's not my kind of jam I don't know not my steez which is fair which yeah. is completely fair Um, What you just said about the age just reminded me of an interview she gave because she was, um, apparently it's a thing that a lot of artists, you know how like you used to get artists, you used to discover artists on YouTube, well I suppose it was MySpace but then it was sort of on YouTube you discover a lot of artists, apparently these days they discover artists on TikTok, that's apparently a thing that's happening, okay cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah granny, Um, TikTok? But yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what's that again yeah. keep people doing the floss um, but so this interview asked her that her album isn't how she the album isn't really targeted towards that audience that TikTok audience and people might not relate to it because it doesn't have like these quick little sound bites and she was saying well that's not the audience that I'm doing it for I'm in my 30s and I'm doing music for for women and people in their first nice. I want to do music for like I'm on board. 20 year olds um, um, and I yeah I thought that was really interesting because I was like yeah I don't know who Olivia Rodriguez is I'm not going to listen to her music <laughs> I need to listen to someone's music who's like has had their heart broken who's like dealing sure. with a midlife crisis because that's what I'm yeah. doing that's what I mean so I, I quite like that I'm on board for yeah. that I mean you know how much of an ageist I am how much I hate the youngies <laughs> now I'm just like yeah you bastards so with, your, with your great skin and your bloody TikTok moves. Piss off. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. I like, I like just, yeah, more experienced 
people, I guess. And just, um, mm. I, I just vibe more with people who are like in their late 20s to mid 30s now. God, I'm turning into one of those. <laughs> Like just leering, welcome old to jealous the, women. Welcome to the dark side. Yeah, it's all downhill from here on. <laughs> oh, I don't mind. I don't mind. But yeah, no. no, I'll I'll have a listen to her album and see if I can be converted. Um, no, I mean, yeah. listen, it it really isn't everyone's cup of tea. Um, so you know, either you like it or you don't. Nice. Um, I'll give it a definitely shot. Definitely did did help me end the year on a good note and have sort of something to sort of look forward to and it's just it's been a long time since i've sort of listened to an album just sat down and listened to it from end to beginning oh you um, did that wow okay you must really yeah, be a I don't, I don't, yeah. yeah you know i i think the last time i did that was with childish gambino's album hmm. um so this is the first time that i've did that since i think oh wow um okay. yeah yeah that's a that's an um, indicator of like i'm a diehard fan when you're just like I'm going to block out an hour of my day and just play it from beginning to there's, end. Yeah, there's only very few artists, and these are like artists that I discovered like a couple of years ago where I'm like, I'm going to listen to it. Like her, for instance. I don't know if you're a big her fan, but... Yeah, yeah, I do like well, her. Her music um, as well. Like I like to just sit there and just listen to... Like, I don't put it on shuffle. I don't mix it with other artists. It's just her voice, and that's the only thing that I'm going to focus on. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'd say I have like maybe three, um, yeah, singers that I do that with, um, where I listen mm. to it from beginning to end, like the whole album. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's a rarity for sure. Definitely. Um. Um. So how about you? What's been your cultural highlight of twenty twenty one? I wouldn't say it's a highlight. I've basically, um, I don't know. I just live for like celebrity like scandals and like misery and breakups and get together yeah. like I just salivate <laughs> over stuff like that it really gets me going yeah um so I would say Benefer was a big shocking thing that happened so Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck got back together oh yeah um yeah. So they reunited after 17 years being apart. Like that's no, it's not insane. 17 years. Oh, it's actually been 17 oh my God. years. Yeah, um, and I obviously oh googled the before and after pictures, and Jennifer Lopez. They look the same. I mean, there. I don't know yeah. about him. He. Fucking I mean, he's, he's a vampire, aged. isn't she? Yeah, he's, he's aged, but yeah. she she doesn't look a day older. How is that even possible? I don't know. She she looks better. I'd say now even like. <laughs> Um, so that's insane it's actually disgusting how good they look I'm very jealous um, but I don't know it's a bit weird so she got out of a relationship with that baseball player I can't remember what his name is um, they yeah, were together for a while I think Rodrigo something yeah, yeah. not sure if they had kids together but she jumped out of that relationship and immediately got with um, Ben Affleck so what's your what are your thoughts well he on, was like, in a previous relationship as well right he was with because I was watching the big fat quiz and um, that's where I get my information from. <laughs> nice. And he was with an actress, and for some reason he had like a big, like a life size, life size cutout of his ex. Right. Yeah. And he was seen sort of dumping that cutout, like putting it in the bin, and like a couple of days later there was like news of him dating Jennifer Lopez. Was it Jennifer Garner? So, is it a cut out of her? Oh no, no! This was like no. I think Jennifer Garner is like his ex-wife. They haven't been together for like ages. Right. So it's like a girlfriend after that. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Girl. Yeah. So yeah, they both kind of got out of a relationship and then immediately got together straight after. And then everyone's always like, "Oh, Jennifer Lopez can't stay single. She has to like jump from relationship to relationship to relationship." What are your thoughts on that? Do you yeah. think that that's an issue, or do you think? Um, I don't, like, who cares I don't I, to thing. be honest, I don't know much about her relationship. I don't know much about who she dates. I like I I don't I don't actually know if she's ever been single. I honestly don't know much about her dating life except I know that she used to date Puff Daddy and I only know this because Puff she, she wore this like green <laughs> do you remember that green dress she wore at yeah, the Grammys or something? Won, yeah. It's like That's the only reason yeah, that's the only reason I remember that she dated Peter D. And then yeah, I remember that she was with Ben Affleck. And I know that afterwards she did have relationships. I don't really know much about it. And now she's back with Ben Affleck, which is good yeah. for them if they're happy. But I honestly don't know much about her. Like for me in my head I kinda 
um, confuse her relationships with those of um, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, uh, what with Brad Pitt what. and what's his? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, dated after that. One of the Theroux's. Yeah, one of the Theroux's. Yeah, it wasn't Louis Theroux, but one of the Theroux's. No, I think probably his cousin. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. She's the kind of girl that loves love like she likes being in a relationship being in love and stuff like that and it probably feels a bit Nothing weird wrong with that. yeah for her to be single um it's kind of like a bit of a comfort blanket which is fair enough but yeah i'm all for it that's as mental, long as she's like. happy and as long as she works as an individual and isn't like compulsive and she's sort of like you know drowning like in some sort of depression when she's single as long as that isn't the case i'm you know good for her yeah um go date why not yeah, I think that's, yeah, it's fine. And, like, I mean, life is obviously, it might be better in, in a two, right? Like, experiencing life with someone else. So yeah. Yeah. I get it. I don't judge her for it at all. Um, but, yeah, that was, that, that, it is pretty crazy, though. Imagine dating someone in your 20s and you're like, okay, like, it's over, it's done. And then, like, what, 17 yeah. years later being like, oh, actually, this isn't done. We're, we're back at it again. Like, yeah. how, do, how does the romance you know rekindle after so many years it's such a mad I mean I don't know I don't know I I mean ideally it would have been a situation where she was like you know what I'm not in a position or he said it I'm not in a position to give you what you need right now I'm just not in that place right now I'm like just not ready mentally as a person but you know what is it 17 years later he he would be right he, in the right place yeah he would have had yeah he would have had other experiences and learned a couple of lessons and so would she and now maybe they're in a sim at a, at a similar stage in life and yeah. they both want similar things um, and they've sort of like grown later. up <laughs> yeah exactly um, really yeah maybe they were just you. too young and not ready for it um the only yeah. way that I wouldn't see that being healthy is if they sort of if you know they broken up under like less than ideal circumstances. One of the partners cheated, and like yeah, the trust was broken. Yeah, yeah, I don't see that working out the second time around because I feel like trust is something that's so difficult to to mend. Yeah, to recreate. Yeah, exactly to mend. Yeah, a hundred percent. No, but if I... they just like, you know, what we just like at different stages in our life, we want different things. Let's like, just call it quits. It was lovely for what it was, but it's not. It doesn't have much of a future. Yeah, and they broke up and got together. I think that's quite cute. Yeah, it's very sweet. It's quite rare that yeah. that happens, but yeah, it's definitely very oh, definitely, sweet. It's, yeah. it's like yeah, I can't think of any other couple that did that actually. No, no, same. It's um good for them. Yeah, it definitely made us given us like a, a flashback of the 90s again made us relive it and loads of people oh were loving God. it online like they were yeah all it just makes you like nostalgic and like those good old times yeah god i used to really be into her music <laughs> wasn't there a music video where he was like i remember like this one scene where they were like on a yard yeah and, and he's like fondling her bottom <laughs> yeah gross <laughs> ben affleck oh, young let's have a oh god he was hot back then yeah he was hot was he he's not he's not really my cup of tea but he was hot he was in that war film i can't remember what it was called and i was like yeah that was like a war film his peak um hotness yeah let's see um Mm -hmm. it's like a really famous one what's it called i know he um co-wrote that one film with matt damon whatever that was yeah called. i remember that one as well but yeah no he's young him was really really hot not so much now though he's kind of and he had like a drinking problem right and is taking drugs or whatever oh shit i think so yeah i don't know if i'm just like making that up but i'm sure he, he went to rehab at some point do you know what i kind of do prefer him now really yeah is that weird no not really some people just have yeah they have I kind of like the salt and pepper look yeah you yeah, do yeah I kind of like a man with a salt and pepper look um, question Matthew McConaughey when he was young or old because there's a big oh, difference I know you're a huge I know you're a huge Matthew McConaughey fan so I have to be careful about what I'm gonna say <laughs> but I never thought he was again like I can see he's a very handsome man mm. um he's never been my cup of tea but just objectively speaking yeah i'm just googling him what, what he looked like when he was younger 
I'd have to say older him. Really? Mm, interesting. Yeah. Um, maybe not too young, not too old. Like somewhere in the middle, maybe like yeah. five years ago was probably like his yeah, peak. Yeah, I agree. I would say the same actually. Because I, I think young him was just too kind of surfer boy, too young looking. Yeah, exactly. And too much of a fuckboy vibe. Older him is like um, too old. He looks a bit leathery. Yeah, his skin is great. Oh, yeah, I feel really bitchy. What about, what about Brad Pitt before and after? <laughs> Um, same with what I said for McConaughey, like, probably not when he was too young, but also not now. Probably, mm. yeah, like, 40s. five years ago was probably his peak, yeah. yeah. How old is he now? God knows. Probably in his Brad, late He's 50s. fucking almost 60, Jesus God. fucking hell. I mean, get, for a man who's 58, old. he could get it. <laughs> oh, that's, that's <laughs> my parents' age, gross. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you now that you say yeah that's my mom's age yeah stop it stop you. oh okay since we're talking about guys let's just cook take a quick do- detour men who stand out from 2021 who was like someone the way you like they had the moment in 2021 as in looks wise or like career wise anything wise anything wise oh god i don't know i've been i haven't been that thirsty this year um Oh, shut up. You're always thirsty, bitch. <laughs> I honestly what can't. What are you all about? <laughs> I, li- I, li- I haven't really been thinking about, like, hot men. Hmm. You go first, because I-, I need some time to think about it. Okay. Well, because you-, you watched The House of Gucci the other day, a couple of oh, days ago with yeah, your friends, right? you love him, Adam Which reminded Driver. me, I love me a bit of Adam Driver. Listen, I'm not going to stand here and say he is, like, objectively good-looking or he's, like, beautiful, which he isn't, but he is attractive as shit. He is Mm. so sexy. (laughs) There's something about him that's just so... Oh, my God. You know what I mean? I mean, I I get the nerdy, like, cute look. Um, I get it, but it's not not my cup of tea. Um, Yeah, Mm. it's just not. I don't know. I, uh, doesn't he have like a mole on his face or something? I think that kind of puts me off. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, yeah, he does. He's got quite a moly face. Yeah, there. I think that's the thing that's like, oh, it's just not me. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I say. He's not a very beautiful man. Like, you know, he's got wonky teeth. He's got really big ears, all that stuff. But yeah, there's just something about him, just the way he carries himself, like their confidence, and that's that. Yeah, you can have the most beautiful man, but if he isn't confident, it doesn't amount to much. You yeah. know what I mean? Or like, a nice but, person, like with legit. Yeah, families, exactly. Yeah. Whereas with him, I mean, I think we've all got to that stage where like you don't trust any man. Like any man could have like <laughs> the most hideous skeleton in his closet. So I don't want to st- stand here and say like, oh, Adam Driver seems like a really kind man. Like he could be a fuckboy, who knows? He could he be a pedophile. Seem like it. I don't know. Oh god. But yeah. that's the thing, he seems really sweet and like he cares about people and like he cares about being kind to people and that's something that really like Yeah, it me definitely on. like I find kindness very attractive. Um, yeah, attractive. I agree. Yeah. That definitely puts him up a peg or two. He's um yeah, he's alright. Mm. Like I see the appeal, but it's just is yeah, it's just not for me. But I, I know he's very your type. Um yeah but yeah i don't know yeah i i, I can't really think of anyone that's that i've really i've dried up that's how bad 2021 has been for me just really there's been quite a few like again maybe this is just me but def patel like have you seen the green knight no let me google this he has grown up quite a bit from slang dog millionaire let me tell you that much i mean he's always been a very good looking guy but He's always been quite skinny and lanky, but he's sort of grown into his figure. Okay, um, yeah, I see the, the last appeal. Of oh, he's cute. Yeah. He's cute. Yeah, yeah he's Oscar grown Isaac, his hair which is like a Big thing, funny. like for me, I'm a huge Oscar Isaac fan. Ooh. So him in June was just oh, like with that beard. There is obviously one oh, person hot. that's very in who's in both our sort of minds, especially with the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, who's like caused a bit of a heartbreak oh, for us, made God. us feel like teenagers. <laughs> the one who shall not be named. The one and only. Yeah, that that made us so bitter and petty. I remember when the news came out that he got married. I was like, I don't even want to hear it. I don't even want to see her face. I don't want to know anything about her. 
and then we obviously went down a rabbit hole and started stalking her and just come just dissing her basically which was super bitchy of us but it had to be done um yeah i was like yeah of course talking about the one and only riz ahmed yeah who um got married this year to his um was with his wife who's a novelist um and who by all accounts seems to be very lovely very clever (laughs) but whatever she is i don't care if she's gonna win a nobel prize or a booker prize or whatever that is she is never gonna be worth resumit in my head i know (laughs) we're so we're so we're like these little bitter spinsters that just want to see everyone miserable which is not good but more than spinsters we're like those 16 year olds who's like really into like boy bands like the moment they hear that i don't know like robbie williams got a girlfriend we're like that bitch she doesn't deserve like that's us we just like turn into this 16 year olds who are like so protective about this guy and like by all accounts he seems really really happy and pleased and and you know i wish him the best but and he, I think he met her during time, like, the lockdown as well. So he met her in like a coffee shop somewhere, which was quite yeah, sweet. It sounds like like, like this traditional sort of rom-com meet cute, right? They met in a cafe and they just like got talking because like she tried to steal his charger or something. I know way too much about that relationship. I know. Like, <laughs> we were watching like videos, like in- interviews with her in it as well. Yeah, we were just, he like, gave, pin- yeah, like, yeah, yeah nitpicking at everything and just being like oh yeah. god she's, and she's she American. seems really lame we're like she has no yeah. edge like no personality blah 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 um which yeah. all of that is completely untrue i mean if riz liked her she must have something yeah and i'm exactly. sure she does but bitter exactly. old me is like oh my god i know why her i know um well talking about like <laughs> miserable endings and relationships not going well which is what we live for god pathetic but um one (laughs) massive breakup that really rocked the celebrity world was um kanye west and kim getting a divorce um which i didn't even know yeah so they got divorced i mean you must you did I swear we spoke about Kim Kardashian and Pete um, Pete Davidson getting together, and we were like, That's "Yeah, so un- yeah, until un- yeah, until the day that we talked about it, I didn't realize that." Yeah. Um, yeah. So they they broke up, um, and obviously it's quite sad because I think they were together for like nine years or something. Um, ooh, so wow. it's kind of like celebrity royalty breaking up, um, and mm. obviously I think. Kanye West's mental health problems were probably the main cause of the breakup. I know that she was like massively struggling with his like up and down um, episodes and stuff like that. So I think that was pretty difficult for her. Um, and yeah, she, I remember watching like one of the series of Keeping Up and she was just like crying her eyes out. She was like, I feel like I failed. Oh, no. She's like, I failed. And oh, what, like well. after the divorce? Yeah. Or like it was like, oh. yeah, it was kind of like round the corner and she knew it was going to happen and that it was inevitable and then she was like I, and I guess you kind of would feel like that I guess at 40 and like after divorce and blah 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 and she's divorced a few times but I'm like mm. there's no point yeah staying oh, I didn't know in an unhappy situation before. yeah no. yeah she was she's been married a few yeah. times um, listen I don't think it's it came as a surprise Right. Any, or at least it didn't come as a surprise to me, and I don't know the first thing about the Kardashians or Kanye West, but I mean, I knew enough, you know, him just becoming a Trump supporter all of a sudden, and him just, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, we all knew that there was something go- going on with Kanye that he was dealing with certain issues, and, uh, you know, even the most balanced person, like, even if he'd been with, like, a therapist who was, like, a super healer, even they mm-hmm. couldn't have worked on this, and it would have obviously taking a toll on the relationship right yeah exactly um, i think yeah it was it was bound to happen it was just um yeah I, I i can kind of yeah understand like probably you know supporting a partner or a spouse who has like very severe mental health problems it can be yeah quite heavy um and, diff- oh my and God, challenging. yeah exactly and then especially especially if you bring you know kids into the mix and saying you know that you know just bring them up together mm. it it must be yeah, yeah it's it kind of been an easy task, right? Yeah. But I, I, um, I was actually shocked that they'd lasted that long. Like, I remember a few years ago, I was like, wow, they're still together. Like, which like nine years, you said, right? never do that. They, yeah, they never stay together yeah. for longer than, God, I don't know, 
I mean yeah a couple of months yeah yeah, yeah. usually a so, season yeah and so now she's with Pete who I think is like how old is he probably like 28 or something and she's 40 something um, so do you reckon that's oh, a PR she... stunt or do you think it's the real deal I don't think it's a PR stunt I think for her it just might be I think for I think she's just maybe looking for the exact opposite of Kanye and I feel like Pete is exactly that. He doesn't take himself very seriously at all mm. whereas Kanye was this huge egomaniac. Um, and Pete, you know it's really interesting because I don't know much about Pete Davidson. I don't watch SNL. I don't watch any of his stand-ups. Um, but he's been apparent like he's been with a lot of like high profile women right yeah he's been with like ariana grande and i think he had like this relationship with kate beckinsale he was with mm. the girl of bridgerton mm. okay i don't i don't know much and about him i actually don't know i don't know much about, about him, him as well but like w- once i started reading into this like i was just seeing all these women that he dated and these are like you know like 10 out of 10 kind of women and i'm not saying pete davidson isn't handsome but he isn't necessarily the kind of guy you conventionally put good them looking, together yeah. do you not yeah. yeah um but one thing i remember reading this one bit where they were like well he just seems like the type of guy who a doesn't take himself seriously he doesn't seem like he will he would be the one to bring any toxicity into the relationship he seems really understanding mm-hmm. and very open-minded and he just doesn't care about being like a macho guy so he's quite comfortable right. being yeah. open being vulnerable and i think that's what might attract a lot of these women were like they've seen so many guys who are just so focused on being tough and being manly and proving right. themselves as men and pr- just proving themselves period whereas this guy comes and is like I don't need to prove myself if I want I'm going to wear a dress and that's what I'm going to look like and I just don't give a shit what other people Interesting, think Interesting, yeah. Um, and I think that's quite appealing right? and I can see that being appealing I would be attracted to that kind of mentality as well yeah yeah definitely um, and it's it's in such stark contrast to Connie, who's got like all these airs about him, like he's mm. fucking god. Right? Yeah, and he's been like this from the get go. Like I think from college, since college dropout, he's just been on this massive like fucking ego trip. Yeah, um, I mean, I think... and it must have been really difficult to be around him, especially as his partner. So this might be quite refreshing. I think. Yeah, I think they're both egomaniacs to a certain extent so they did kind of go well (laughs) together like they were quite well suited in that way but yeah I know what you mean I think she probably needs like a a, yeah a fresh a a breath of fresh air and I think that's what he is yeah just just a change of pace exactly um and do I think they're gonna be the end game no no but he's probably like a good a good change for her and and he does seem like the rebound guy just like the guy in between just to have fun with and like (laughs) I mean, I don't really know him. I don't know. I don't know what he's like. No, I don't me know neither. if he's like cool today or if he's just like a douche. I don't know. But I haven't heard anything bad about him. But yeah, he ha- he does seem to kind of have these like short stints with like celebrities um, with like really hot women um, and they don't really last. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, good luck yeah. to them. We'll see how that goes. Um, don't yeah. think I could date a guy that's like, like, yeah, almost twenty years younger than me, but who no, knows? I mean, I can hardly just <laughs> date, date a normal my age. guy. I mean, there, there yeah. is there immature enough, just a guy in his thirties, like let alone a guy. Well, I mean, Pete Davidson will be in his late twenties, so that will fit. Mm. But do you know what I mean? Like someone yeah. who's like ten years younger than me, a baby? No way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, to each their own. And I mean, I I actually didn't know she was in her forties. I thought she was like late thirties. So. No. Um, it fits, you know. Yeah. Um, so, do you know what? When you were saying about oh, you know, a relationship, this is like a really such an insensitive segue, but I'm gonna take it. When you were talking about a, a relationship that didn't end well and all that, I thought you were gonna talk about the Queen and Prince Philip. Oh no! Ooh. <laughs> oh harsh. Um, yeah, that didn't end well for obvious reasons. That didn't end well. I mean, they had a well, very good I mean, run. Um, yeah, not exactly. that they would have divorced anyways, um, but mm. yeah, who knows? Um, 
So yeah, that that was one of the things that that happened, and I think we spoke about it in one of our previous podcasts. And we kind of didn't we slate him, or I hope this was before he died. But we definitely had a, a like think, slating. I think Prince it was Philip before podcast. he yeah before he passed away. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think yeah, it was like we had much. like an, an episode on 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 the 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 Oprah interview. Okay, good. We're not that bitchy then. Harry we're not and that Meghan. Cold-hearted. No, it wasn't just about let's just have ninety minutes and shit on Prince Philip. It was more about oh, did you see that interview? And obviously there were all these allegations that came out about yeah. um, a certain senior member of the royal family who was a bit racist towards or who who um displayed certain racist mm-hmm. views yeah um towards megan and specifically towards archie and sort of wondering about the skin color of archie and all that nonsense. yeah i remember that yeah and i think our all our minds wandered towards well it was probably prince philip wasn't it but i think actually if i remember correctly megan someone did come out saying it most i think it was either harry or megan they came out saying it actually wasn't prince philip at all Um, yeah i remember that yeah um but who knows if that's the actual truth i don't know i know that he's um that he's locked away he sealed his uh, will for 90 years which is very strange i don't know like what the pros of doing that oh is that are. not is that not usual protocol for, for royalty i don't think so i yeah. think they can decide uh-huh. um i don't know if 90 years is the the max but yeah that's what he's done and i'm like what are you hiding have you given something to some of your lovers or <laughs> to like the illuminati or something <laughs> illuminati <laughs> well you know there's speaking of a lizard that. race that will be just <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but um yeah did you did you um did you listen to the queen's speech this christmas i didn't no i don't really watch it i think you no. asked me and i was like fuck no did you and you're like uh, no, no i mean i, I don't think this. i've ever done that but um during during her speech she she made like she paid like this really small little tribute to prince philip which i thought was really sweet and touching and you know whatever you do want to say about their relationship and and prince philip himself and the queen herself and all that stuff but i do think they had um, a really beautiful relationship and maybe it's a kind of relationship that we wouldn't enter into because it wasn't built on sort of equality and he did by all accounts if you if you trust the rumours he had a bit of philandering nonsense going on and mm. you know that's obviously sub idea and something that we in our generation wouldn't um, mm. wouldn't go with Except, yeah. but um, they did seem to have a very good relationship if you want to call it a perfect marriage i don't know but it certainly wasn't was a good friendship by all accounts Mm. um yeah it did seem sweet she said yeah and she you know she was sort of alluding to the fact that it's been a very stressful year it's been you know a lot of people um lost their loved ones and um and she was saying how she this year especially she understood that pain um having lost prince philip um yeah. And I just thought that was that was really sweet and she was you know, she talked about his um that mysterious inquiring twinkle um Oh god um in his eyes and, and I just thought that was really, really cute. Um <coughs> sorry. Yeah, that's probably like the only bit of emotion I've ever seen come from her. <laughs> so that's shocking and yeah, quite endearing and sweet, I'm sure. You know, despite how we feel about the royal family they are yeah humans at the end of the day with feelings which is hard to believe but yeah i'm sure they shared a lot and it is quite sad you know they were together for years and years and years and like losing that must be horrible i can't even begin to imagine what that must feel like so yeah i really feel for her um Mm. but yeah at the same time i'm like yeah i'm just i'm so over the royal family like i'm just there's been so much I'm in the over news the royal about family them. as royals but like just them as a hum as like humans um because i remember reading something about during the like during the holidays at some point i know they had like some intruder trying to break into buckingham palace oh God, yeah. and they sort of they also reported on what the celebrations looked like and it was just the queen prince charles and camilla oh bleak. and just that image of these three people and i don't know how well they get along i mean camilla i'm sure she doesn't love the queen like you know Mm. considering their past um just these three people in this huge mansion just getting together 
it's got a bit of a sad bit hollow sad vibe doesn't yeah. it yeah it does at the end um, of the day they're just humans and you know they they can be lonely as well especially and that's the thing about the pandemic it is a bit it's not that much of an equalizer as you know people make it out to be because they're mm. still in the fucking mansion and they don't have to worry about rent and they don't have to worry about where mm. the next paycheck is going to come from but they're still lonely, the day, like all of us. Have, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of, just the last bit of um, royal family news. Um, I don't know if you heard about mm. Meghan Markle. Oh, Prince Andrew. Oh. Well, actually, that as well. Bloody <laughs> hell, they've literally dominated the news, haven't they, in the last year, massively. Um, but yeah, she got... Um, um, a published apology from a tabloid for publishing a private letter she sent to her father. Um, so it was, huh? yeah, I don't know if you rem- remember the story. She basically wrote a letter and it, it revealed like really, you know, like private, just like just like stuff between her and her father. And then it got uh, published by uh, the Mail on Sunday and Mail Online. So they basically just... printed a statement. What and... did the father give it to them? No, um actually did he yeah i think he might have he uh, might have yeah because i remember reading something about him not being um yeah you know the nicest of the bunch yeah um so yeah they did that um <laughs> so they basically acknowledged megan's legal victory after losing a lawsuit and then i mean publishing a an apology is that good enough like i don't know if it, it's good it enough. isn't because i feel like it's quite hollow because it's it would only mean something if this, if they were never to do it again. Mm. But of course, the male is going to do it again. Of course, they're going to invade celebrities. Yeah, and they're and notoriously other people's privacy for that. And yeah. yeah, like they're not going to learn their lesson. This is just something they had to do, so they're doing it. They don't. They're not actually sorry because if they were actually sorry, they mm. would change. You know the way they function as a tabloid. Um, which yeah, they won't. how so they make their bread and butter. It really means fuck all. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it, it gave Morgan, uh, Megan maybe like a good night's sleep, but at the end of the day, she knows she's still going to be hunted down and people are still going to try and, you know, get unsavory information about her past, about her present, about her future. And mm. it yeah. really changes. Fuck all. Yeah, um, definitely. I, I feel like unless the government inter- in- intervenes and like we get strict laws about things like that, mm. it isn't going to do fuck all, is it? No, um, no, not at all. Um, but I mean, I guess it's a it's a small win for her. Um, I know she was like, well, you know, from the Oprah interview, she was like suicidal after all the just mm. the harassment she had from the the news and stuff. But like, hopefully, this will be I don't know. I guess like a a lesson for for other symbolic for yeah. other papers, yeah. Just to yeah, not go so hard and stuff. But yeah, nice. No, maybe yeah. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Do you know what the repercussions were for for the Daily Mail? Did they have like to pay a fine, or did they, or was it just a fucking apology? Um, so I don't know really. So it says here, UK newspapers forced to print an admission that it, it had violated the rights of Meghan on Sunday after losing a privacy and copyright infringement lawsuit. Um, so I think yeah. So they they paid an unspecified amount of money in financial reparations. Um, and it, it ended, it marked the end of a multi-year legal battle between Megan and the papers. Um, so yeah, they, they paid for it basically, which I don't know. They just basically, Megan just basically, I don't know, they're selling like a 10 million pound villa in, well, mansion in California. It's like, does money really, you know, yeah, make the up for all the mental for her, really. bullshit that they yeah. put them through? Um, that's exactly, especially if it's like, in Anything that's got like, you know, years and years of stress, you have to deal with the lawyers and court. That's just the the yeah. weight and the stress that that causes. Mm. It can't, you can't like, you know, pay that off with a bit of money, especially like people who don't really need money. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just hope it's a cautionary tale for other papers, really. That's the hope, the best yeah. we can hope for. Um, that they're, they're kind yeah. of being a bit more respectful. Um, and, but chances and, yeah. are slim if you ask me because I mean th- this is this isn't going to set any because the thing is it's still going to be case by case right mm. they're still going to some other newspaper or even them in another case they're going to print it again 
other people might be able to sue them and then it might end up in a multi another multi-year battle and then they might have to do another apology or they might not do you know what i mean like mm. it doesn't set like any legal precedent so you can't actually print that like mm. they will print it and then they might suffer consequences mm. um but yeah yeah i don't have high hopes no me too i think yeah as you said they they make their bread and butter off dragging people through the mud and it's a dirty yeah. side of journalism that um it's probably going to take hundreds of years to to really sort out um and get better so yeah minimal hopes for that really um okay let's what a lovely move... note to end <laughs> yeah let's move on um very last one um that i have mm. um unless you have any other ones but um um, something that made me laugh was um, they have um, like COVID test incentives on Tinder and dating apps. Um, what so, do you mean? So they basically, I don't know, they were just saying if you go on a date, you can get, we'll send a test to you. So Tinder was sending out COVID tests to people who were planning to go on a date. Um <sighs> No way! Yeah, which was quite funny. And I know, like, in Jersey, in America, they have some weird incentives as, as well. Like, you can get, like, park passes and dinner with the governor and his wife. And then you can get, like, fries and burgers and stuff and, like, a wine night. Um, so I don't know what it's like. Oh, if you, get, if, you get, if you get jabbed, if you get yeah, tested. Yeah, yeah. No, I think... No, yeah, sorry. This was if you get jabbed. So, yeah, there's been loads of really weird incentives <laughs> for, like, getting jabbed oh, and getting tested. <laughs> Um, which oh, I found God. quite funny. Um, but yeah, what would make you get jabbed if you were an anti-vaxxer? But that's the thing. What is, like, because, I mean, if you're truly anti-vaxxer, a fucking meal pass isn't going to make you throw no. all your convictions overboard, is it? Like, who wants to have dinner with a mayor? That sounds horrendous. It sounds hideous, yeah. These are really bad incentives. I was like, no one's going to want to do that. I mean, either you care about your health and the health of your loved ones and you're going to get jabbed. Yeah. Or you don't care and then nothing... I mean, no... I mean, I guess, like, if you get, like, four-digit, five-digit money, you might be like, okay, I might consider getting jabbed if I get, like, 10,000 quid short, but... Yeah, I, I, would do, I would definitely get jabbed if I was, like, an anti-vaxxer. Or I'd do, do you know what, what that, that Italian guy did and turn up with a the prosthetic thing, uh... arm and be like, <laughs> yeah, jab me up and then give me the money because <laughs> I don't want amazing. that shit in me. Yeah. Um, so for those who don't know, I think the case was that a guy in Italy, he went to um, a vaccination appointment, but yet... Yeah, what Sarah said, he had basically a prosthetic arm. So he was going to have received the injection into like a piece of plastic. But obviously, the nurses being, or the doctors being fucking doctors, being and they know what to is like. Exactly. Who are trained they, in They found anatomy. out pretty yeah. quickly that exactly, they found out that this is just a piece of plastic rather than a human. Um, I think I he was, was also. wasn't he? I'm not sure, but I know he was, like, being cheeky about it. Like, he was like, go on, just do it. No one has to know. Wink, wink to the nurse. And she was like, nah. Oh, did he? Yeah, she was oh, like, it's... fucking confidence. And then he was like, oh, it's definitely a real arm. And she was like, you know, it's cold and it's rubbery. It's not. Um, so there was a bit of back and forth. And then he obviously got oh, kicked no. out. But I also know in Italy, they actually gave, accidentally gave someone six shots of Pfizer by accident. So... What yeah, do you mean? How a... do you give someone six shots? Surely, like, after you do the first shot, you don't get amnesia. And be like, wait, know. did I give you a shot? And no, the other one... No, I think one, it like, was there's... all in one. I don't know how it works, but, yeah, I think it was just all put in one, in one, like, injection, which is mad. Um, what does so... that do to you? Does that make God. you, like, super immune? Or does it, like, wreck your immune system? Because, like, you know, each each vaccine has, like, a certain amount of the virus in it. So, um, if you get six it probably gives you jabs, very... Like, that must be... A... Good. strong um like side effects probably but i yeah I don't know exactly it... so you end up with like a proper covid i don't yeah i guess so it's like a, <laughs> a side effect sorry um oh it says here she didn't experience any serious side effects from the vaccine overdose the error happened because the nurse thought that the vial she was injecting had already undergone an unnecessary uh, dilution step before the vaccine can be administered. Each of the six doses is taken out of the original vial and put into a new vial where the dose is diluted. So yeah, lots of sciencey stuff. But yeah, it happened in Tuscany. Um, and yeah, I mean, she's fine. She didn't die. But yeah, that's 
pretty terrifying. I would not want that to happen to me, but yeah. It is terrifying, but you do have to remember that at the end of the day, it is humans doing it and humans can make mistakes. Is that ideal? No, but you know, that this isn't the only time that... And it, it might sound like I'm just making it sound worse, but this isn't the only time that medical mistakes have happened. They they do happen because medicine is practiced by human beings. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I, it's only don't let is, that be a reason to not to get not vaxxed. Get, this yeah, is exactly. a, this is a get vaxxed promotional thing, guys. Go out there. If and anything, get we're saying you know what this huge mistake happened. Yet the lady is completely fine. She's probably <laughs> super immune. Um, exactly. So. <laughs> do get vaccinated God. yeah um, if you can if you know health allows um yeah. if your condition allowed do get vaccinated and um, and there's a nice little covid just... cough from me as well <laughs> adding to that um yeah exactly yeah, adding to the message don't become sarah exactly guys. don't be sarah <laughs> you don't want it to happen um okay well i guess that brings us to the end of our first podcast of 2022 wrapping up 2021 nicely with a bow yeah, and saying um, goodbye and fucking kicking it into space because I never want to hear about it ever again. <laughs> yeah, off you go, fuck Just off. Just burning um, it like a bonfire ritual. It's done. It's gone. Um, thank God. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening um, this week. And if you obviously have any questions or suggestions for topics, or if you just want to hurl abuse at us this year, um, you can contact us at mosttalkmosaic <laughs> at gmail.com yes. Or Twitter, which is most underscore mosaic. So, yeah, uh, we'll leave links to articles we've referred to in the description below. But, you know, we don't really do that anyway. So, yeah, exactly. And it's not like we it's not like we referenced any big articles. No, Um, no, you can just Google BuzzFeed articles. Exactly. You'll find something. (laughs) Um, Because that's where we get most of our information from BuzzFeed.com. Always best sources. (laughs) God. That's embarrassing. <laughs> well, anyways, yeah. thanks for listening, and we'll see you. Thank well, you. You'll hear from us at some point soon, I'm sure. So, yeah. Hopefully, 2022, uh, one of those new resolutions will be more of us, um, which I know you, you're all dying for. Yeah. Um, all our fans out there. But yeah, let's um, get into the new year with a bit of positivity. Is it going to be amazing? Probably not, but hopefully, it's going to be a bit better than 2021 so that's all that i'm going to be hoping definitely for. here's to setting the bar um, very low well le- yeah yeah here's to us seeing each other in a year's time and all being healthy and safe and alive and all that all the important stuff but yeah thanks for Sounds listening good. thanks for tuning in it was it was a pleasure and see you on see the you other side week. Bye. bye